0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence.
1: Please remain seated and enjoy the show.
0: Hello. And welcome to...
1: Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele.
0: And who's on your lap right now?
1: We have Roxy.
0: And who else do we have sort of roaming about around us right now?
1: Many creatures. (laughs) Um, we have Bongo, Bali, Penelope, Peter, Casper, and Bowie.
0: Yep. We have all the animals. So where are we right now?
1: We are in (laughs) Saint-Eustache.
0: That's right. So we're just outside of Montreal. We've, uh, we've flown to Montreal to spend a little bit of time with, uh, with your family here. And we're going to talk about our experience flying because we took the red eye last night and we are recording on the day this will be released. So today is Wednesday
1: yeah that doesn't happen very often but you know with traveling and of course with jeremy's callback he had to get a lot of stuff ready which we can talk about as well yeah and um yeah it is what it is and we're mobile and we have to be We're flight attendants
0: (laughs) it's true the podcast has
1: to be mobile as well i mean we're still looking at each other live right now yeah but we're we had to bring um all the the mics the Whatever this thing is, <laughs> so, that, so
0: that yeah, the interface what we use for recording. So basically, uh, my my backpack for traveling was a podcast studio.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and it was so heavy. Anyways, we are in Quebec. We are visiting. Well, Jeremy's only here for like three days or something.
0: Yeah, because I have to get home and get ready for my training that's coming up.
1: And yeah, I'll be here for a week. And, yeah, I get to see my friends finally. Yeah. I get to spend more than just a, a wee bit of time with my mom. Yeah, And I get to see the horse. Yeah. I get to swim in the pool because it's summertime and there's a pool here.
0: Yeah, the last time you were here was March. And the last time I came to visit was back in September. So I haven't been on a plane since September.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so weird. It was weird going in the airport yesterday. It's just not... Are normal anymore. It's not what we're used to. Even yeah. though, when we were flying, we would go in airports all around the world, yeah, several times a week.
0: Yeah, and uh, it was a little bit different. I mean, obviously, everybody's still wearing masks and things like that. Although the restrictions for masks have been lifted in Alberta and in Calgary on the fifth, they were they lifted all the restrictions, and so a lot of businesses still require masks at sort of um, at their discretion.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know if a lot of them, it maybe like forty, sixty, yeah, in Calgary because, um, we follow a lot of like our favorite local spots on Instagram and get their emails and we were getting updates from them throughout the day yesterday. Um you know, posts and stories saying, okay, um, you can come in and we can see your smiles again and no masks required here. And then the next one will be saying, hey, we're still keeping our masks mandate for now. And, you know, please respect that. We'll respect you and all that stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, there's certain things like one of the lash, um, like eyelash extension uh, places in Calgary that I follow on Instagram. I explained it in like, the pro- close proximity that the lash technician and the client will be, um, they just decide to keep the masks on for now. Well, like, they're
0: literally in your face. Yeah, when so they're they're doing like, yeah.
1: I mean, that makes perfect sense. But then, you know, a coffee shop, they're like, yeah, you can take your mask off. That doesn't, you know, it's like because you're not face to face, super close to, to the people working there or other p- patrons, you know? Yeah. And personally, I'm still kind of wary of everyone. I, I still want to keep my distance. If I don't know you, I'm gonna stay six feet apart. I'm I still wore my mask yesterday. I went to a pharmacy and and still wore my wore my mask because I wasn't sure what that specific pharmacy's rules were gonna be. Yeah. And I walked in and right away the first person I saw had a mask on. So I was like, okay, they're still requiring masks. Good. Well, not good, but like I had my mask on, so mm-hmm. okay. And then I look around and it's kind of half and half. Some yeah. people were maskless and then some were were still like wearing masks. I found mo- all the employees there were wearing masks and then some were some patrons were maskless and some were still wearing masks. So it was just like, okay, it's going to take a while to get used to for sure and like of course some people, you know, still are more vulnerable or live with people that are more vulnerable or like are in the healthcare industry and have interactions with patients. So they would be maybe the people who would be carrying it and spreading yeah. it still, even if they're vaccinated. Well,
0: and, and that's just it. Like you and I are both fully vaccinated. We both had our vaccines, our second vaccine over two weeks ago. So we're good to go. But it, it's the misconception is that wearing a mask will protect you. No, wearing a mask will protect others from you. So we're vaccinated. I'm not scared of getting anything. Because, you know, we're fully vaccinated, but, you know, we could still be carriers and we, you know, we're just respectful and polite enough to not want to spread any possibility of anything, right?
1: Well, it's also, the vaccine isn't 100%. True. So we can still get COVID, you and I. Yeah. But the point of getting the vaccine is to diminish the side effects. Mm -hmm. So if we got COVID now being fully vaccinated... We shouldn't have much of, like, bad side effects. We probably won't die from it. Yeah.
0: We shouldn't be hospitalized. It doesn't hit hard, basically.
1: Yeah. So if we got it now compared to not being vaccinated, we might feel the very, very mildest symptoms. Um, Maybe a tiny little cough, feel like a tiny head cold, and that would be it. Or, of course symptomless like people have had yeah, this totally whole time. asymptomatic. yeah so yeah so it's and it's still you know the question mark of what are the long-term effects of covid we still don't know so i'd rather n- not get covid myself so even if i'm vaccinated but i'm around a bunch of people who are not vaccinated in stores and maskless why would i risk that
0: yeah keep your distance and all that fun stuff yeah
1: and especially if i'm you know possibly getting my job back too in the air flying in the next few months i don't want to catch covid at that point and be off for a while yeah you know sick leave as jeremy has explained before you can be off for several several months injury sick leave and you're kind of (laughs) screwed
0: yeah it's not a fun process yeah anything dealing with that yeah so,
1: uh, but yeah, anyways, we're uh, well, not a COVID podcast.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk more aviation. So last week we talked a lot about um, what you have to do to come back to work, returning to work after a long layoff, uh, such as this one. And they've actually changed a few things. So now that I'm getting all of my information and uh, they've modified things, and the reason why is there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new or not new of flight attendants returning to work and they all have to go through that training. So they had permission from transport Canada to modify the training a little bit. You still do all the mandatory elements, but they've condensed it from five days to three days. So now I'm going to have three extremely busy days of training, which don't worry, I'll, I'll talk about uh, probably on next week's episode or the week after. Um, and, uh so yeah I'll be in Vancouver for a few of those days and I'll be doing one of the days in Calgary and uh, between now and Monday I have a lot of prep work to do I have to do all of my online modules and workbooks and things like that so to to get ready for training before I can go back to uh to flying and on top of it all I have to lose a few pounds to try and fit back into my uniform <laughs>
1: <laughs> well yeah and then you know Two weeks may seem like a lot to some people. Oh, you have two whole weeks to get ready, but yeah, as we explained on our previous episode, it's not just oh you get called back and the next day you're on the plane operating a flight. You know, you have your training to do, and in, in our in our case, since you know, airport employees, no matter what you do at the airport, um, you have to have a restricted area card, which gives you access beyond security. And for that, you need special clearance. And that, you just don't get like that.
0: Yeah. And so, for us in Canada, you have to reapply for that clearance every five years. And after the five years, it expires. Usually, roughly three to six months before it expires, you reapply again. So, that way, you don't have to go through the hassle of getting a temporary batch. So, my issue was that my clearance expired while I was laid off. So, I can't reapply for clearance if I wasn't employed at the time, so yeah, in
1: the middle of a pandemic exactly you
0: know? <laughs> so uh so I had to go back and reapply for the five year clearance, um which can take up to six months to get that clearance um so i I'll be having like um what we in the industry call like a yellow badge uh or a temporary pass, so it looks like I'm a brand new flight attendant, but i i I promise guys, I've been here for twenty years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so you had to do that and then um you had you had a specific appointment time yep. earlier this week and then you got all your um company stuff back from well you're the for, for the, our, the coordinators, coordinators there yeah. at the airport
0: who I just uh, a shout out to everybody at uh, our crew center in Calgary they did a wonderful job of organizing everything keeping us informed and making sure everything was like set perfectly to try and ease us back into the job as smoothly as possible so big shout out especially to uh, Stephanie and Erie <laughs> I don't know if they listen but
1: you'll have to make them listen now <laughs> yeah now that you're back at work Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. you can see them often that's awesome um, yeah, so you, that, so, you know, you had to do that the first week, essentially get that rake, um, paperwork done, which is, uh, we call it the long form when yeah. you have
0: Oh, that's one of one of the cats is saying hi. Is that Peter? <laughs> oh, he's on the chair over here. Oh. I didn't even see him.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of creatures here. You know, we, uh, might get interrupted as we just did. So bear with us. We're probably going to leave it in because we're also tired and we don't have much time to edit this. So apologies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the long form, as as Jeremy says, when your clearance expires, you have to do the whole, whole shebang. It's like what? I don't know how many pages, like 10 pages or something yeah. of information about your previous Whereabouts. So, where, where you've, you've moved.
0: lived, yeah, where you've traveled to if you've been out of the country for a certain amount of time. Um, and it just employment, eh, employment, yeah. And, and so now, like, you know, since we're coming back from a layoff, I had to say, everywhere I've worked since the employment so I was like oh I did this job then I left there and I did this job then I left there and then I did this job which I'm still doing today but now I'm going back to my flight attendant job
1: (laughs) yeah exactly so that that was what he was doing the first week and now the second week of his you know between his callback and his training day is the the prep for the training so the you know the online videos like you said the Um, the booklet with all the questions and stuff. And of course he just got his, you know, his manuals back and all of that, you know, the safety manuals that we, that we carry all the time as flight attendants. So now that he can um, fill out the, the booklets, obviously most of the information we know because we've, you especially have
0: trained in and stuff but still sometimes you still need to reference the well yeah and there's a lot of changes that have happened over the last year and a bit like a lot of changes so you have to go that's part of training is going over all of the changes you review everything and you have to make sure you're up to date and safe to go back flying again and then of course like in training i'll have to do all of the exams aircraft exams practical exams things like that so
1: yeah and it's especially with COVID, but there's everything changes. Aviation is just an industry that is in constant movement and constant metamorphosis. So you can be off just a week and things could be completely different. Yeah. So imagine a year, a year and a half for me by the time I get called back, you know, it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we, um, our flight, let's talk a bit about that. Yeah. In the, the process. I mean, um, our friend Leticia flew, uh, a week a week ago in flu, <laughs> yeah, just a yeah, exactly a week ago. Yeah, um, same same trajectory. Yeah, um, she came to Montreal. Um, well. Came <laughs> to Montreal, and she told us that it was super busy. Yeah, she told us the check in line was very long, very very packed. So was security. We were also told by one of our friends who works at the airport told us it gets really busy at night, so be prepared. And of course, like you have your temporary badge. I don't have my badge at all. Yeah. So, so we can't
0: means, we don't bypass anything. We have to go uh you know with the general public, which is completely fine. Yeah. It's just a longer process.
1: Exactly. So you know if you've seen those long lines at security, you know, before COVID, you know, it could take a while. As crew members, we we get to bypass that, even traveling on our passes. We get obviously don't we don't go through the specific employee door, but we have like yeah, you
0: get to go through like priority boarding. It's exactly for, it's, it's for like, people with special access, or if you carry what we what you just mentioned, a rake, a restricted area identification card,
1: um, or like the what in the states it's called like what pre clearance or yeah. something.
0: Yeah, which like TSA, people can TSA. apply for. Yeah
1: check or something
0: pre-check i i don't remember the exact (laughs) terminology but if you
1: if you're american you you know what i'm talking about you know the term
0: tom tom might be able to tell (laughs) us
1: (laughs) um but yeah so like it's actually it's kind of that thing so you kind of you still go through security but it's a bit quicker and it's a shorter line because not everybody has that clearance but right now we don't so we had we were planning on being there a good two hours before our flight time which is like if you know me from um Before COVID, I would literally show up at the airport at boarding time.
0: Yeah, because you breeze through security and go to the gate and hop on the plane. You're good to go.
1: Yeah. And well, especially in Calgary. And I I wouldn't check a bag. I didn't have Roxy. You know, just go through. Everything would be pretty much packed all the time. So I would just grab my like toiletry bags, makeup bag, things, transfer it to my personal suitcase and then go. Yeah. So... So now that's not what we can do anymore.
0: (laughs) No, so, which is all good. I mean, we did have to check a bag and then we have uh, everything with Roxy. Um, We had all of the paperwork and boarding passes and things like that. So that was good. Uh, And then, yeah, we got through security and then play the waiting game until it's boarding time. Now, unfortunately, you know, we're both traveling on separate itineraries. So uh, we unfortunately didn't get to sit together, but we were just one row apart. Uh, And upon boarding... Uh, there was a few airport employees so it wasn't the the crew on board the plane but some airport employees who were a little bit concerned about Roxy uh, and traveling on the plane which is good you know they're concerned making sure that the animal's okay um, because they see the backpack sort of the carrier that we have for Roxy and it's a little bit large and they were like You know, they were concerned, number one, it wouldn't fit under the seat. And number two, is she going to be comfortable enough in there? And uh, now Roxy's tiny and the carrier we have for her is quite a bit larger. She can easily stand up and turn around and everything in there. Um, And they were just concerned because the way the backpack looks when it's on your back, you put it on its side when it goes underneath the seat. So, and there's still plenty of room. So it's good that they were concerned about it, but we're kind of like, we're crew members. We know what's going on. Like we know the process. And then yeah, the crew, oh, we didn't,
1: we didn't say that, but yeah. like everyone knows who, who the employees are because yeah. it's on like the manifest and everything. But yeah, it's just the way that went about. And of course it's like midnight 30. We're tired. Everybody's tired. Um, I get on the plane. I don't, sit down for more than five seconds and I'm immediately surrounded by crew and agents telling me, put the dog under the seat, put your backpack over in the overhead bin. And I was just like, uh, can I take my book out? Like I was just (laughs) so frazzled because I'm like, what is going on? Why are you being like this? You know, it's just, it was just unpleasant. And I was just like, it was just, and of course we weren't sitting together. So I had someone sitting beside me that i didn't know so i was just nervous about that you know if if i'm nervous roxy's gonna be nervous and she tends to scratch a bit at her um carrier um she mm, cries once in a while and she will do it a yelp but she's mostly very good yeah but yeah it's just like you know you come on board and you have the dog that's already scratching and yelping everybody else is going to judge you and be like oh f sakes <laughs> oh no you're that pr- passenger who you has a the noisy you know, dog and yeah, yeah yeah. so that was just, yeah uh not a pleasant start but then i ended up talking to the crew later on and um yeah they told me like yeah they just they were super worried and they were like they didn't believe the carrier was going to fit under the seat and he yeah. had to explain to them no she's going to turn it sideways it's <laughs> yeah. going to go under the seat the dog's not going to be upside down like it's going to be fine but yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was just a whole kerfuffle. I mean, it wasn't that dramatic. But when you're traveling with uh, an animal, even I'm sure when people travel with babies and such, you're just nervous because you don't want your baby or your animal to be disturbing anyone. You want them to be quiet and sleep the whole plane. (laughs) Yeah. But if you have a baby or an animal... You know that you can't really control them 100%. Yeah, exactly. So, kind
0: of like, let's relieve the stress and hope for the best, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. So you're just kind of like, oh my God, and I didn't sleep because I was just like trying to make sure that Roxy was okay. And uh, Jeremy doesn't sleep either on planes. Yeah. So we knocked when we got in. So we're recording this at uh, 2.45 p.m. Montreal yep. time. And Jeremy's gonna edit this right after, and have yeah, this we'll get this released today. Later today. Um, what else happened on the flight?
0: Uh, it was pretty uneventful after that, and uh, and then of course when we arrived in Montreal, and then. Uh, you know, we're waiting for the baggage and stuff. We have Roxy out. You have her out on the leash. And of course, she gets all the attention. People love, oh, what a cute dog. Oh, can I pet her? And we're like, well, she's not super comfortable with other people petting her. But, you know, she actually went up to a few people. So I was I was very proud of Roxy. She was doing very well when we arrived.
1: Yeah, she, she didn't let anybody pet her, but she would go up and like sniff their hands. Yeah. Which is progress. Everything is yep. progress. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I wanted to note as well on the flights, now they're serving some hot meals. Oh,
0: yes. If anyone knows our airline, uh, they're famous for those omelets. I got to eat the omelet again.
1: <laughs> yeah, because last time we traveled, they would just give us kind of a box.
0: Which was amazing.
1: Which was totally fine. Yeah. I love those boxes. But now it's the proper trays. I had a proper glass when I, I had a glass of wine on yeah. the plane. And a proper glass glass before they were just, you know, either not serving anything or serving the little bottles yep. of wine or you know, in a plastic cup. Yeah. Um, so having a proper glass was <laughs> nice. Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying in a way like, oh yeah, we're in business class having a glass of wine. I'm just saying like after COVID, like having the stuff slowly come back or service come back and like the standards just it's being reintroduced more slowly, normal yeah. and more normal was, was nice. Yeah. So it wasn't a hundred percent normal because the cutlery was still plastic and certain things were still like yeah. very separate and, but, and condensed. But, but, but
0: just like, just like with Roxy, it's progress. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So overall that was good. Um, yeah. Masking airport and, and the, um, uh plane yeah, 100% of the time yep they kind of have to be mask police on board so that you're going to have to look forward to that when you go back
0: yeah. there's announcements before boarding about wearing a mask and there's like financial penalties if you don't and then there's announcements once you're on board as well so you know they're very strict about it rightfully so
1: yeah and um in case we had mentioned that mass mandate and that kind of thing, it's all regulated by Transport Canada. It's not our airline, so it's the government that it's a yeah. you know national thing. Airports are federal as well. Mass are required inside. Uh, it's still federal law right now too. So you know, we just have to enforce the rules. And this is not even like our airlines' rules.
0: It's 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 Transport Canada. Yeah. Like,
1: so it's just like. There's nothing we can it's do. Like we have your to your seatbelt now. It. Yeah. yeah.
0: So put your seatbelt on, wear your mask and, and well, obviously be nice to your flight attendants.
1: Because they might have to save your butt one day.
0: All right, I think that wraps it up for today. Thanks everybody.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvie. Thank you.